Hi, I'm Greg Finn. And I'm Jess Budd. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock here at Cypress North on a beautiful July 27th, 2018. And here at Marketing O'Clock, we deliver all of the most important digital marketing news of the week. Keep you educated, informed, and up to date. And we do all this live <laughs> without a net, unedited, uncut. What you see is what you get. You can follow us along on our YouTube channel or on any podcasting device platform that you choose. So with that said, let's get to the news. All right, and don't forget to head on over to marketingclock.com for the show notes and links to everything we're gonna be talking about today. Great, first up this week, Google has announced a new schema structured data specification. And this is for the spoken word. It is called Speakable. So it is a schema called Speakable, and it is mainly for assistance and any type of voice solution where you're asking a question and what you want is more of a human-esque response. <laughs> and this makes a lot of sense for folks that might be using a chart or have some kind of graphic that would mm -hmm. be what people would see on the web page itself. So then you can make something that would be speakable markup for when I ask Google a question and they could give me something that sounds more human than what a chart would be. So this really makes a lot of sense from not only Google standpoint, but mm -hmm. from the user standpoint. And something that we all might want to really take a hard look at is, you know, should we add some kind of speakable content, especially for pages that just aren't that great that <laughs> from a tech standpoint, right? Yeah, it might yeah. be an infographic and how are you gonna speak that? You can't, well, you can <laughs> now. <laughs> and so a good example of this might be like, hey, let's pretend that our marketing o'clock page just had a list of episodes. And if you were to ask Google to, to ask what marketing o'clock would be, you might just hear, here's episode one and here's the title and the name. Instead, boring. Very boring. <laughs> Instead, if you put some speakable markup around there, it might sound like this. It says, according to everyone on the internet, marketing o'clock is totally awesome and is the best source for digital marketing news and information. Would you like to watch an episode and subscribe? Now see, Pretty that's good. much better than just episodes. <laughs> Way so, less boring. So overall, I think this is a really big, big movement forward. Again, a big push towards just the assistant world and mm -hmm. something that we should all really consider, um, especially if you've got content that's hard to understand. Great, awesome. Uh, Facebook, guys, watch parties are launching, or have launched, I guess, this week around the world. If you have a Facebook group, you can now start what's called a watch party, and basically it allows you to get everyone in your group together and watch a video together. So it's really kind of the shared experience type deal that uh, Facebook has been trying to push uh, community-based content for a while, and this really, really helps grow that kind of experience because it's interactive. People can chat with each other while they're watching the videos, but again, you have to be doing it in a Facebook group. Not available for pages yet. They're exploring that opportunity. I don't know if that means it's coming anytime soon, but some cool features of it. They will have a co-hosting feature, so it's not just one person in charge of the group. You can have a co-host. If I said, hey, Greg, you want to do a watch party with me? He could choose videos as well, not just me. Keep the party going. I don't want videos. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> Cat videos. <laughs> It's all good. Uh, and crowdsourcing as well. So while people in the group won't be able to 
uh, play videos, they will be able to suggest them, make suggestions, and again, keep the party going, which is, is what Facebook said. So to kick this off, definitely check out in the show notes, there is a whole list of cool watch parties that are scheduled for this weekend, including one from BuzzFeed's Tasty. Actually, I think they're doing several. So if you like food, get on that. There's a bunch of other ones too. And again, just from a branding standpoint, if you have a Facebook group, we could talk all day about how we'd rather have your content on your own website. But if you're using Facebook groups anyway, it's great for Q&A sessions, uh, releasing exclusive content maybe to your followers and uh, sharing tips and tricks in a community. Yep, and as much as many times we like building on our own proper, our own, on our own land as we say, this is something that does make groups a little bit more appealing in a way. And you can really see that Facebook is investing heavily in groups. So yeah. we talked about a few weeks back with the subscriptions that groups may be able to charge. Also having these watch parties is nice. To me, it would be a little bit better if you could have something that might be more mainstream, like TV shows. And again, this is another reason why maybe Facebook is investing in some of these custom created and curated shows yeah. that are Facebook only. But again, something to be a nice boon for all of those Facebook groups out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Get excited. It's available now. Watch it. <laughs> okay, next up. Twitter has some new developer requirements. And basically, Twitter is looking to crack down on people that may be misusing their API. And um, to date, so far between April and June, they removed 143,000 apps from use of their API. And it's a lot. For, it is. And so they are coming up with a whole new process. Um, that you need to go through in order to use that API. And also they are limiting and throttling basically uh, the, any kind of app usage. And they're allowing apps to combine between um, 300 tweets and retweets uh, every three hours, 100 likes, 100 follow, or 1,000 likes rather, 1,000 follow, follows, and then also limiting direct messages. And many people are wondering is this gonna affect what I've built, this Twitter management tool, and how is this gonna affect me? Twitter probably wants you to use their own stuff, mm -hmm. and that's one of the problems that you have whenever you're integrating, and Twitter's done this before with limitation and taking away some access, and in reality, they just announced their numbers today, and I think stock was down 17% this morning. They're expecting to have less followers. Um, it is really nice when you can build different tools that people can mm -hmm. find that they might like. So we'll see how this goes. Anytime you limit some of the flexibility that people have to create on top of your environment, yeah. usually not great. We, we like seeing some, some creativity there, but yeah, right, something, something to look at, and especially if you are actually integrating with that Twitter API. Yep, and watch out for uh, real human beings too because they did say that they're going to rely a little bit on the Twitter community to help them police this. There is a bad app report section now in their help center. So if you feel like the API is being abused, you can be a tattletale. Hmm. Is there a bad Apple report? Because I'd like to report <laughs> Jessica L. Bud. I'm Just the your, best no. Apple okay, there is. Apple. Yeah. Apple. <laughs> no, that was good. That was funny. <laughs> All right, speaking of good apples, Google Ads, not AdWords, ladies and gentlemen, is helping everybody prepare for parallel tracking, which is coming end of October. 
I believe. Uh, some new things as far as uh, tracking parameters on your URLs. You can now add eight instead of three custom parameters. And a new thing that they have added is a URL suffix. Basically what this is is a bunch of extra parameters that will hop on to the end of your final URL. And this will actually, when you put it in, it will load with the page so if you've been reading up on any of this parallel tracking stuff, all the third-party tracking happens in, or not the third-party tracking, all of the tracking happens kind of in the background and users are sent directly to the page. It's not uh, delaying the load anymore. So this suffix will, like I said, append right to that final URL and people will go right there. So that's where you want to put some of your third-party tracking stuff if you need to get that in right away. Even UTM codes, some, some yep. basic stuff that you're trying to load, you can just have it fire right at the end not have to use any of those custom parameters, just use a suffix if you're looking to do it on a more remedial basis. Yeah, and it's cool, it's just as flexible as any other um, ad, ex or not ad extensions, any other parameters you can set it at the account level, the campaign level, ads, keywords, and even site links. So, good stuff. Fantastic. <clears throat> and now on to our lightning round. Pew, pew. This week, Google has announced that the, there is a new ads.textonly inventory control in Display and Video 360. And what this does is make sure that there is no fraudulent placement of any type of ads and that all the inventory is in fact genuine. And they announced the support of this back, I believe, in the end of, of November. But look for that in Display and Video 360. All right, this just in, not really. Europeans actually care about their privacy. Facebook recently announced that in Q2, I believe they lost about 1 million monthly active users, which sounds like small potatoes compared to what they have overall, but really when you think about it, and that's in Europe alone. So when you think about it, that is a signal of general behavior. There's been the Cambridge Analytica thing that happened as well as GDPR. So people are really kind of reacting to this in Europe. And it's just something that we all need to consider if there are customers, we need to really take note of this, the fact that they care a lot about their privacy. So if you're not on the boat yet with GDPR, take heed. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> All right, and then Google has announced that they will be supporting the smart display aspect of any type of assistant as well. So with Google Assistant, not only is are they supporting the voice and some of that speakable markup that we talked about, but also displays. And Lenovo came out with the first Google Assistant smart display this week. And there is a blog post, again, you can follow along in our show notes to see this, but there is full support now of mm -hmm. any displays, which is gonna be huge. So instead of asking for that recipe that you want and trying to remember it in your brain, you'll actually be able to see it or play YouTube videos or see album art if you're watching something and be able to interact that way. So again, it's a huge step forward for a Google Assistant. Yeah, it's really cool. And there's lots of documentation already out there on how to build some of these visuals. So be sure to check again, the show notes has all of those links. Yep. <clears throat> oh, and on top of that as well, there are some basic responses, some rich responses that you can use. And they're basic cards, lists, tables, carousels, suggestion, clips, and visual interactions. And you can also come up with different custom themes to make your actions look more specific. So again, they're really invested in this mm -hmm. and you may want to be as well. Yeah, amen. <clears throat> All right, uh, Google 
Maps. If you are an Android user, not iOS, this is coming for you, but if you are an Android user, you can now follow neighborhoods that you may be interested in. Basically, you'll receive updates on things like new restaurants or cafes was the example that they use that you might be interested in. Just basically new photos that are added. You'll be kept up to date on all of that stuff if you follow a neighborhood now. Yes, and hopefully this becomes <laughs> sort of like next door where everybody just complains Ooh. about somebody else's barking dog or <laughs> the fact that there's too many dandelions in my neighbor's yard. You're going to want those notifications, <laughs> so be following your neighborhoods, guys. Yes, but again, this is furthermore towards the fact that you should be... Google is invested in maps and local, mm -hmm. and if you're a local business, you absolutely should be too. Yep. And lastly this week, Google Chrome has started telling users that if they are on a HTTP site, not HTTPS, not a secure site, that it is not secure. We've talked about this for a while and the day has come. <laughs> if you're not secure, you should soon become secure as you will definitely, potentially have some business hindered. Yeah, So even if you're not collecting information, right? I mean, that's a trust signal right there or a distrust signal, basically. You don't want to scare away customers. Absolutely. <clears throat> and now to our must read marketing article of the week. Today, it comes from Joshua Hardwick from AREFS. And the article is how to use Google Keyword Planner in 2018 and beyond. And well, what thank goodness. <laughs> and so <laughs> what Joshua does is he does a brilliant job of breaking down how to use the tool and then also adding in some what I would call expert tips. And he takes a look at just the ability that you can still find exact match data um, in a way with those terms where it was a little bit easier to before and gives a great example with a lot of animations and things like that of, of everything that you need to do for Google Keyword Planner success. And again, you can find this in our show notes and it is just too long, too <laughs> in-depth, too lengthy for us to cover here, but it is a fantastic resource for both you and your team. And check it out. Check it out. And that officially does it. It is now officially not marketing o'clock here at Cypress North. Remember, follow along in our show notes, head over to marketingoclock.com, and you can see every article that we covered today here. And don't forget to subscribe, and we'll see you right back here next Friday. Bye. Bye.